0: Do you think Christians obsess over politics in the ballot box to the detriment of the Great Commission? You know, last week a listener raised that issue, so today we're going to talk about it. Hi, I'm Brad Bright. This is the God is Issue podcast where we show how God is the issue in every issue. Last week, a guy by the name of Randy took issue with my Memorial Day podcast where I suggested we should honor the fallen by praying for our country and by voting. I mean, his comment was, was this. This is what he said. I think it's our obsessive belief in the ballot box that has diminished the Great Commission for many Christians. Let me repeat that. He said, I think it's our obsessive belief in the ballot box that has diminished the Great Commission for many Christians. Do you agree with Randy or do you disagree? Do you think he has a valid point? I agree with Randy in this way. I agree that many Christians are more obsessed with the ballot box than the Great Commission. He's on target about that. And I'm grateful, I am very grateful for his commitment to our Lord's command to spread the good news. But I disagree that their obsession with the ballot box is the problem. You see, as followers of Jesus, we need to be obsessive about the Great Commission. Randy got that right. But that doesn't mean we can't be obsessive about other things as well. Jesus commanded his followers to help fulfill the Great Commission. But then he often gives us a secondary calling. I mean, for instance, Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa invested her life doing what? Pulling dying poor people out of the gutters in Calcutta and bringing them in so that they could die with dignity. Why? Because they were created in the image of God. And she was certainly obsessive about it. I'm glad she was. I suspect Randy is too. And what about William Wilberforce? William Wilberforce was a devout Christian who was a member of the British Parliament in the early 1800s. He led the charge. He led the charge to end the slave trade throughout the entire British Empire. He destroyed his health in the process. He focused so hard that he destroyed his health. In other words, he was obsessive about it. I'm glad he was. And there are millions of of people with dark skin that are grateful that he was, too. And I suspect Randy is grateful for that as well. You know, God gave one of our board members, Art DeMoss, a talent for making money. He loved coming up with ways to make money, and he was good at it. But he loved giving money away, too, to support Christian missions. He gave 90% and kept 10. Did you catch that? He gave 90, he tithed 90% and kept 10. However, he was even more obsessive about personally telling people about Jesus. I was at his funeral and probably a 1,000 people stood when they asked everyone to stand who, who had personally come to know Jesus because of Art DeMoss. Wow. I mean, that's obsessive, right? I'm glad he was obsessive about making money and about personally telling people about Jesus. I think what Randy probably fails to understand is that the problem is not that many Christians are obsessive with the ballot box. See, I'm obsessive about saving children from Planned Parenthood because why? I was once one of those children. I'm obsessive about protecting religious freedom in America. Why? So that more people can hear about Jesus and therefore I'm obsessive about the ballot box. This is where most of those issues will be won or lost. But you know what? I'm also obsessive about making God the issue in every issue. I'm obsessive about the Great Commission. I see no contradiction in being obsessive about all those things. My dad was Bill Bright. Many of you know who he was. Many of you don't. He wrote a booklet, booklet entitled Your Five Duties as a Christian Citizen, which encouraged American Christians to vote. He wanted to go chain himself to the pillars of the Supreme Court until Roe v. Wade was overturned. He would have shouted for joy when the Supreme Court finally did just that. However, you never met anyone in your life who was more obsessive about the Great Commission. He started a ministry called Campus Crusade for Christ, now known as Crew, in the U.S. When he passed away 20 years ago, there were 27,000 full-time staff, 200,000 fully trained volunteers all across the globe. He wrote an evangelistic booklet called The Four Spiritual Laws. Over 2 billion of them were printed before he died. He was the prime mover behind the Jesus film, which has literally been seen by billions of people around the globe. He traveled 80% of the time for 50 years telling people about Jesus. He talked with anyone who would listen about the person he loved most, and that was Jesus. You see, his obsession with overturning Roe v. Wade and encouraging voters to, 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 uh, encouraging American citizens to vote never dampened his enthusiasm for the Great Commission. You see, being obsessive with the ballot box does not make you apathetic about the Great Commission. Being obsessive about helping the poor does not diminish your passion for the Great Commission. Being obsessive about freeing slaves does not mean you don't care about the Great Commission. Being obsessive about uh, uh, combating abortion or racism does not make your heart cold toward the Great Commission. What makes a person apathetic about the Great Commission? is being apathetic about Jesus. What makes a person apathetic about the Great Commission is being apathetic about Jesus. That is the real problem. You know, the Apostle Paul said, to live is Christ. Folks, that's obsessive, isn't it? That's obsessive. I suspect Randy would agree that most Christians in America probably cannot relate to the Apostle Paul on this point. Why? Because their hearts are lukewarm. They go to church on Sunday morning, but then on Monday morning they say, it's just business. They assume the worst rather than the best about their fellow believers. They gossip in their prayer groups. They're quick to criticize and slow to forgive. They only pray on Sunday mornings or when they need something. They don't open their Bibles every day to hear from God. You see, their love of God, love for God, has grown cold, but not because of the ballot box. The solution is not to quit caring about the poor, freeing the slaves, or proposing racism or abortion. The solution is to repent, to repent and love God with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind, and all of our strength. Never fall into the false binary trap that you can't wholeheartedly embrace the Great Commission and encourage other believers to be faithful stewards of the one vote which God gave them. You see, according to Matthew 25, you are either a faithful steward or a wicked steward. You're either one or the other. You're either a faithful steward or a wicked steward. And that's according to Matthew chapter 25. Followers of Jesus should be faithful stewards of the Great Commission, of their money, of their time, of their talents. And in a constitutional republic like America, they should be faithful stewards of their God-given vote. See, God gave us the right to vote. That doesn't come from government. God gave you and gave me one vote in a constitutional republic. You see, God is the issue in every issue from the Great Commission to the ballot box. Now, I encourage you to to get a copy of the booklet, Your Seven Duties as a Christian Citizen. You can get it from brightmedia.org. That's brightmedia.org. It answers the question, what does God expect of me as a citizen in a constitutional republic? It suggests very practical ways you can make a difference every day from praying to voting to making God the issue. Our primary calling as followers of Jesus is the Great Commission, but as faithful stewards of Everything God gives us, it doesn't stop there. Randy, thanks for your heartfelt comments. Your passion for the Great Commission is in the right place, my brother. If you found this podcast helpful, please like and like it and subscribe. And if you think others might benefit from it as well, please, please go ahead and share it. And never forget, God is the issue in every issue.